Ghost Adventures is the sole property of the Ghost Adventures crew and Scripps LLC. We're not in any way affiliated with any of them, we just like watching them do their thing. So if you like Ghost Adventures too, support the crew in the Travel Channel. Also, this podcast has profanity in it, so take whatever precautions you feel are necessary. Episode of Insanely Haunted, the show where we watch and review every episode of Ghost Adventures. My name is Max. I'm Cassie. Hi, I'm Ashley. Hooray! Hello, welcome. welcome. Oh, Sorry. that makes me slightly uncomfortable. <laughs> it's so great to have you here, Ashley. Yeah, I am profusely sweating right now, so. <laughs> well, well, we're so happy you're here anyway, regardless, even though that's true. We're so happy you're here with us. Blessed Yuletide. Blessed Yuletide. Eo Saturnalia. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy Solstice. Um, Happy Hanukkah. Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa was nearer. Yeah, Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa mm-hmm. was near us. All the things. Um, and uh, we decided to spend this lovely holiday evening watching an episode of Ghost Adventures, which may or may not be a good idea, but we did it, and it's and here we are. This is Ashley's first time on the show, and it was also her first time watching the show. What did you think of it? It was... Um... Intriguing. I don't know how much I would watch this sober, but uh, <laughs> how much you probably wouldn't choose to watch Ghost Adventures maybe on a on yeah. a regular day. This would not be a Netflix and chill show. No, 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 no. it's really not. Uh, what what if you could summarize your first impression in like three words? What would those words be? Uh, the main guy, whatever his name is. What is it? Zach. Mm-hmm. Got it. Oh, man, his shirts, the Affliction shirts or whatever they are, they just scream <laughs> douchebag. Yeah, he really is in a big yeah. way. And it's his TV show, so he like he infects the rest of the program with all of that. Yeah, I can uh, see immediately. That. Yeah. Um, so this shit show of a TV So this shit TV show episode. of a TV episode. So we're at the Riviera Hotel. The boys are back in town. That's my first note. They're from Las Vegas, Ashley. Not originally. Or at least they, they, they tell everyone they're from Las they're Vegas. They're like from the Midwest, kind of. Actually, we're not quite sure they where just, everyone's from. Yeah, I know. From. It's a mystery, but they just live now in Las Vegas when yeah. they're not filming um, around the world, you know? And especially Zach acts like he's just like bleeding Las Vegas. Okay. He thinks he's like the most Las Vegas guy on the planet, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, that tells you a lot. That tells you a lot of the things you need to know about Zach. Yeah, sad human being. <laughs> yeah. So, and of course, because this is a historic hotel in Las Vegas, they're going to focus most of the episode on the idea of organized crime, because supposedly that was a big thing in Las Vegas. They spent a lot of time in this episode talking about the mobster history of Las Vegas, and the substance of the episode involves very little ghosts related to this whole thing. So it kind of feels oh, yeah. like... It's, it feels like you're getting like a history lesson on the mob in Las Vegas, but it ends up not really relating to any other part of the show. Yeah, it's not really super relevant to and, what continues to happen. And of course, you, you get that feeling because they just go on and on and on and on about 
the 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 mobster history of Las Vegas, you get the feeling that there's not going to be much in this show of substance mm. in the lockdown, which is the case. So the Riviera Hotel was built in 1955, and it's been like a a, a a place. It's been a theater for many famous people like Liberace and Frank Sinatra, especially. He's he's the star of this episode. He is, and he had a, had a sweet in the hotel that they end up going to. Or at least he now has a suite named after him Mm -hmm. because he apparently liked to party there a lot. Uh, And we meet a bunch of people that kind of just... A lot of peripheral actors in this episode of Ghost Adventures. Oh, yes. There's a like lot of a, like outside experts and things like well, that. Well, and people for hire, probably. Like the uh, Frank Sinatra impersonator. I'm sure he oh, has yeah. a job in Las Vegas. I mean, he looks like Frank Sinatra. He looks like Frank Sinatra. That's his whole, that's the whole gig. Yeah. Um, they... They don't. I should say they don't speak with the Sinatra impersonator. They just hired him to do some reenactments, as it turns out. Really shitty reenactments. Yeah, yes. really <laughs> shitty ones. Um, they speak to a lot of different people, but the first thing that I noticed was this is really weird to me. They have a meeting at the beginning of this episode to discuss where they're allowed to go. This is not a usual feature of the show, Ashley. This hmm. is something that is new. Billy was here, and he's clipped his wings. Poor Billy. You mean his mohawk? Yeah, he doesn't have his mohawk anymore. <laughs> was there a mohawk? Billy he usually used to have a mohawk. has. So Billy's the guy who sits on his ass and does audio, quote unquote audio, audio, and he usually has this like perfectly sculpted mohawk where it's like every single strand. It was, was, is it more like a faux hawk? No, or no, it was real. It's, an actual it's as real as it gets. Oh. And it's like, why did? I mean, yeah, but it's like, why did you do all that to sit on your ass and listen to audio? Like, do something with your mohawk. Mm. I have a thing about this. Cassie has a thing about this. Jay also was here. Um, it's been a while since I've seen Jay. Maybe one of his first chronological appearances in this episode, but he doesn't fucking do anything. He just hangs out with Billy the whole time. Sits on his ass. Sits on his ass. Listens as, to audio. As it turns out, they're only allowed in the ninth floor, uh, which is where the Sinatra suite is. But that makes sense because it's a big hotel and they're doing business and it's a casino and all that. Uh, they, so they go to a mobster museum. That's a thing. This is great. They, yeah, the mob museum is and what it's called. The guy who meets him, he's like the tour guide and he's dressed up as a mobster, which is cute. His name is Denny. Is he dressed up or as a mobster or yeah, is that he just was. how he... How or is he, he a mobster? Is he just that how he dresses? <laughs> Uh, Denny's the one who. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> right. Denny clues them into the history of the hotel via this guy named Greenbaum, but this person never comes up again, so I forgot everything I learned about him. He like got <laughs> he he said no to an offer that I'm people like an thought you can't refuse like that. Like <laughs> yeah, he said no, and then his like sister-in-law gets murdered, and then he later gets murdered with no his... decapitated. Decapitated. Yeah. Well, okay. Yes. Well, not a whole lot. It's like, I not, like, I like, it's like all fish are coy, but not. <laughs> yeah. all Coy or fish. Yeah, I mean, decapitated is a little bit more extreme, <laughs> and I like to make sure that's that's in there. They like gotta, to send you Zach the wanted us to know too because he put the fake heads right they center were camera. So fake, super super fake, like somebody's somebody's mannequin that they stole they out of the store. They put them in bags too yep, to hide how shitty they look. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Uh, additionally, they go and speak with, they decide oh that the, one of the best ways to get evidence is to go speak with the staff of the hotel. So they go into the employee cafe, which is disgustingly meager for a place that makes as much money as this place surely does. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everybody there is just chilling and nobody wants to talk to them. And Zach thinks that this is probably because like there's peop- they're like afraid to speak up. But I think it's probably more just because they're walking around with fucking cameras in the employee cafe mm-hmm. and nobody wants to talk to them. Because why would you? Well, 
it's also probably because he's hella racist and he was trying yeah. to speak some really shitty Spanish. Oh there. my god! And he he even like puts on. Did y'all notice that he put on a Spanish accent to say in English to say the word Spanish? Yeah. Like to say Spanish. He's like, did you? And you were speaking in Spanish, like to her. Like, are you kidding me, Zach? <laughs> It was so uncomfortable. Oh, God. And apparently some of these folks have some stories, surely. There's this one moment that I that stuck out to me because Zach walks up to these folks that are eating and said, has anything strange ever happened to you in this hotel? And I the only I just thought, like, this is the, probably the weirdest thing that's ever happened to them in this hotel is this man coming to talk to them who they've <laughs> never met wearing this horrible outfit. Mm-hmm. Have we talked about this outfit yet? Yeah. It we- sucks. It's got, like, big red crosses all over it with mm-hmm. gold embroidery. Mm-hmm. He makes me think he listens to Five Finger Death Punch. He has an album. Yeah, it's oh, called... Oh, God. <laughs> it's called Necrofusion. Necrofusion. It's like mm. um, industrial goth with sound bites of him haunting uh, or going into houses and, and speaking to ghosts. So it sounds like... Like white noise stuff. No, it's like... like interpret it as, it's, like... Him. It's like, him talking. Like it's him asking ghosts questions. And he's like, and I'm here by myself in How this much old house. How narcissistic can you possibly get? Jesus oh, this Christ. man. This man is towing that. He's he wants to find out. That's his mission. Is how narcissistic can one human being be? Uh, Z's personal friend Vince Neal is coming to join them on this lockdown is something also we learned. Uh, Vince Neal of Motley Crue. Uh, Ashley, you picked this episode because you were pretty excited about that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, when I was a kid, I used to listen to a lot of classic rock and some hair metal. So when I saw Vince Neal, I didn't even care about what the episode was about. I was just like, fuck yeah, let's let's see what Vince Neal does. And sadly, I lost a lot of... um, a lot of appreciation for Motley Crue after seeing this episode. <laughs> really eye-opening so. stuff in this yeah. episode of Ghost Adventure. Uh, we also meet this guy named Hollis. Hollis is... It's never made clear what Hollis's position is. Hollis knows a guy who used to be a... Uh, employee of the Riviera. And the whole meeting with Hollis is kind of a pretense to get Zach in the room with this guy who used to be an employee so he can share some stories. So there's a moment where Zach is calling Hollis where he's on the phone with Hollis. And you guys (laughs) called this out so perfectly. Zach is holding the phone with both hands in a way that makes no sense whatsoever. It's super awkward. It's very yeah. weird. I wouldn't be taking up the time in this episode to talk about it if it weren't super fucking weird. It's like he's an alien trying to pretend to be a human. I've seen humans do phone. this. You know, he, he's holding it like a toddler almost. You know how like, yes, little toddlers yes. have a phone too big for their face? But instead, it's actually just a normal size like iPhone and there's yeah. no fucking reason behind him holding his and phone And like, like toddlers that. will usually like hold the phone the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. He just makes me think of an idiot. <laughs> Oh, Zach Bagans, the kind of person that makes you think of an idiot. Yep. That's what the show's about. So there's also another dude. There's so there's many so many just dudes we just go to. On this episode, I think Zach just wanted to create like a trigger vul- or a trigger tornado like for the ghosts. Mm, so that a they tornado would, of trigger objects. Yeah, mm. he loves to do trigger objects to, to make the ghosts want to be there. And so I just feel like that was his goal, but it does not make good TV because nobody like, know, like what's this? What is what? Where? Why are we who doing? Who are all these people? There's another dude who like has won like big time in poker. He's the World Series of Poker winner. Two thousand six, right? I have I no idea. Outdated. But yeah. he won like twenty five million dollars, and he looks exactly like Stephen Colbert. It's really unnerving. And what's funny about the scene is that they're all seated around a poker table and the dealer is like continually shuffling and moving a bunch of chips around. They don't play a single fucking hand in this shot. <laughs> they just sit around the poker table. I think they were, I think there's probably rules about whether you're allowed to. Oh, 
Oh, yeah. In mm-hmm. Vegas and mm-hmm. put it on camera. So they probably had to just pretend they were going to play poker. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Zach's like asking different people about like, oh, uh, when the mob was running Las Vegas, did they like, what did they do with cheaters? And oh, yeah, he's talking to some dude yeah. who yeah, yeah. Uh, was around when the, the mob was in control of Las Vegas. And first off, I don't know if you want to be asking him questions because you never know. He might still have connections and then he might die like a few weeks later or something. But. Well, that's he also didn't confirm or deny anything, really. He yeah. just talked about rumors that he heard. He was giving political answers. Yeah, he yeah. was very yeah. like, well, I never heard or saw anything, but, you know, <laughs> people would say this and people would say that. Yeah. Which is also par for the course for ghost adventures, I want to say. Like, never is a ghost adventure, never is a report, like, super, like, yeah, we got photos and everything. It's always like, well, people would say that this kind of thing would happen and nobody really knows. And then Zach, like, draws a really, like, elaborated conclusion and he's like, do you think that that happened? And they'll be like, uh, maybe. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and, then there's, and then there's the, like, the boom. <laughs> with words on the screen confirming what they said. Oh, God. Yeah. So they also spoke with the coroner, and this is one of my favorite oh ones, because this comes back up. And questionably legal. <laughs> so questionably legal. Um, the coroner, they asked him to dig up records of people who died at the Riviera. And he only has records from 1993 to 2012. So they put this graphic up on the screen that says, 1993 to 2012, 21 deths. 1955 to 1993, question mark. Does Zach really, is he like under the assumption that people dying in any building on the earth is like a a rare thing and something spooky? Because... People died here. Yeah, Zach, people die everywhere. (laughs) People die anywhere there is, there, there are people. If you live in a home that's like... From early 1900s or earlier, chances are at least one person has died in your home. It was customary for people to keep their dead ones, their dead loved ones in the house, in the bed that they died to make sure that they were actually dead and they would wait until the thing started rotten. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Sounds like egg gain right there. Well, because it was actually like a real fear and did happen sometimes where live burials people would be buried alive when oh they, fuck yeah, yeah and so they had little like devices and stuff like some graves had little bells little that bells go up you could to ring. the top and, or some had peepholes so you could look inside yeah hmm. oh and then and one method to make sure that they were actually dead was ramming a nail in between your, your thumb or your toe nail oh. so just yeah. torture so just literal oh, torture yeah. method <laughs> to see if you'd wake up god yeah but it's anyway we're so morbid burying people alive and decapitating <laughs> well, them well it is difficult happens nowadays actually when you think about it but. yeah well it, it is it, I, I would assume it would have been difficult to confirm people as dead in the age of like really before you knew science, science and yeah. what, what that kind of <laughs> stuff was modern science. medicine for EKGs and that sort of thing yeah uh, the reason I want to I just want to make sure we bring this up in the coroner part because the reason the coroner is important is because the coroner talks to us about one death in particular not a ghost adventure as usual because usually when they're telling us about all the deaths that happen there's like oh this violent guy killed his girlfriend because she cheated or this violent guy killed his killed a girl he knew because she didn't love him and a lot of other stories exactly like that and nobody asks any questions about it but the ghost story we get in this is that a lady had a heart attack in the bathtub and drowned and drowned Mm -hmm. and that's it like that's the only actual ghost story we get the entire episode and there is not even a real ghost associated with it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it does become relevant later for reasons that are so incredibly stupid that I cannot believe it became relevant again I wonder if that coroner got fired after this episode I I doubt it (laughs) fucking Las Vegas he's got the records he's just flashing the records and Aaron's 
like filming them. <laughs> well, they're blurred out at least. Well, yeah, but, but, but yeah. But even still, still, like, do you... Aaron, calm down. Aaron's very eager. He wanted to get that shot. Well, do you think it's actually true in the first place? Oh, the story? I mean, like, the coroner report. Like, <laughs> what if he's, like, an actor? <laughs> what if he's just making really all this shit? Would you, though? Like, after seeing this episode, I wouldn't be shocked. I know. But there also had to have been a much crazier story than a chick fucking dying in a bathtub, too. Well, a heart attack. Like, there had to have been some sort of murder. I guess. Like, I mean, oh, and, but then they hint to that. They don't have any, like, confirmed reports, but they hint to the... the reality that oh the mobs you know the mob killed I mean, a bunch of people there's just it's las vegas mm-hmm. you do blow and you get drunk and you just make bad choices right dying it's part of is not an anomaly <laughs> everyone everyone does it in fact and it's a bigger anomaly when it doesn't happen you don't really need to go to a coroner to figure out if a significant number of people died in a place i just want to draw your attention oh, real quick very good. to the sleepy little donut over here Oh, she woke up. We she's looking her. angry over there. She she's just see her fucking glaring yeah. like, yeah. don't bother me. She's our, she's our guest host. We got, mm. we got to talk about it once every episode. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so that, that's basically it for the pre-lockdown. We've talked about almost oh, all of it. but we do meet all of Vince's groupies. Well, yeah, well, that's that's yeah. yeah, that's the sort of beginning of the lockdown okay, phase. Zach right. is like jumping out of his skin to introduce Vince. He's like so psyched that Vince is here. They're buds. So let's, let's go ahead and start talking about this. Let's get into it. He he refers to one woman there as his wife. Mm-hmm. But there's like Zach continues to refer to her as his girlfriend for the rest of the episode. What's the story? Well, Just, also what is Vince the story? called him girl. Vince mm-hmm. may not have known where he was or what he was doing. <laughs> Vince was not super aware. He was drunk. Vince got super drunk over the course of this episode. And it was so uncomfortable because he kept just bringing up like his wife's body. And how hot she is. And like, hey, Frank Sinatra, do you don't remember you think, when you touched my wife's boob? Don't it's you like, think she's how hot? old are you? You're three years. Like, He's just acting a little bit like a 13-year-old. Yeah, <sighs> kind of it. Um, he brought five or six people with him. Women. All, all women, women. All way young. All like half his age, mm-hmm. for sure. If that. One of them, former uh, N- former Miss, Miss Nevada. Nevada. Uh, so like, I have to assume fairly high society folks. Mm-hmm. High society. As, as it goes in Las Vegas. <laughs> well, as, what was uh, she doing in the crowd? Yeah. What she seemed she... actually intelligent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> probably her agent was like, fuck, this is the best shot this you're going to get. Hey, yeah. hey, I got you a deal. It's with the Travel Channel. <laughs> now. Uh, do you know Zach Bagans? There's a catch. Yeah. <laughs> She was really uncomfortable that. A lot of those people were very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and drinking to cover it, for sure. Uh, Bruce is here, too. Bruce is someone we talked about, talked to in the early pre-lockdown. He's, uh, uh, Frank Sinatra used to hire him to play piano. Mm-hmm. So Bruce is here to recreate a mood. It's pretty cool. That's pretty neat, right? Yeah. I wonder I how he felt, though. I don't know. I thought I heard the Peanuts uh, theme song. Oh, <laughs> At God. one point, actually. <laughs> I was like, I think that's a penis fucking place or like song. He might have been playing some Vince. What's what's Garaldi? Garaldi, who does the peanuts music. I don't know. I don't know. He should have been playing some girls, girls, girls from fucking. <laughs> yeah. So the reason everyone's here is they're simulating a party in the Sinatra suite. Um, and by simulating a party, what they really mean is they're just going to turn the lights off and sit down and talk to ghosts. I guess. What well, then, the fuck? This then, is a terrible simulated party. And then Vince has to go sit on a bed with his wife or girlfriend, whoever she is. They uh, Zach has to explain because there's new people here. Zach has a new audience, so he's all jazzed up and he wants to explain everything. So he's got to explain the difference between an intelligent haunting and a residual haunting and how to do EVP and all of this stuff. Um, and Vince starts asking questions. Nobody gets any EVPs. I think this is a completely EVP-less episode. Mm-hmm. 
but because there's no EVPs, guess what time it is? Spirit box time. What you hey? Have you ever seen a device like this, Ashley? The spirit um, box. You know, I think I saw something like that when I went on a tour at the Colfax Hospital, um, which is the shutdown hospital nearby. Um, it was really awkward, and I just decided to leave the tour group, so I really didn't pay attention to a whole, that's fine. A whole lot of it. That, so. that sounds about right. Um, Spirit Box gives 15 minutes no voices, which must have been a real uncomfortable 15 minutes, judging by the energy in that room. Everybody just sort of tensely drinking and sitting around a box that's making a really annoying noise for 15 minutes. Yeah, I would have chugged like six PBRs by then. Oh, surely. So. Surely. <laughs> uh, they implore Bruce to play some music because apparently while he was playing, the REM pod started lighting up. That seems... He looked legitimately terrified. <laughs> he was like, whatever there's, I'm doing is awakening some dark spirits. There's like a shot of it. his face and he looks like a, a scared puppy. Aww. Poor Bruce. Poor sweet poor, Bruce. Poor senile man. So the REM pad finally goes off when he's playing again. And that's when... The, that was their like clue. That's all Zach was waiting for to get the spirit box back out. So after 15 minutes, he put it away mercifully to all of us. And then he jumps on the chance to get it out, and they think they hear, they, they ask it where they are, and they think they hear Riviera. In an Asian accent. Nobody says that at first, but later on, they cannot escape the fact that Zach did indeed make that claim. Because supposedly, while he's doing an intro for the next portion, he says, we got this voice that said in an Asian accent, Riviera. And then, like, there's a creaking, groaning something that sounds like a fart. <laughs> sounds like a fart on camera, and they can't cut around it so that they can get rid of his embarrassing thing about it being an Asian accent. <laughs> He's so... so... Ugh. Cut it out. You're racist, Zach. <laughs> you don't know you are. You probably think you don't. You probably don't mean to be racist. You but, probably have friends that are Hispanic. But you are racist. <laughs> I'm sorry, bud. Do better. We're here for you so that you can learn to do better and next time. learn to pronounce... Spanish. Spanish correctly. Spanish. You can say Spanish. You can say English words with a Spanish accent badly, but it's a start. <laughs> but it's not hola, como estas? Have you noticed he also goes like up into his head voice when he does Spanish? He's like, hola, como estas? Oh. <laughs> Me llamo Zach. Like that. Like Surprised he didn't go Me llamo. Kind of like how Americans, when they try to do a British accent, it's like, Oi! Oi, up here, mate! Oh, Oi. you like a cup of tea? Oh, governor, won't you fetch me a goodbye? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Billy and Jay are doing some audio editing in the bathroom. <laughs> this is one of my favorite little things about this episode, is the fact that they're just chilling in the, in the fucking John with their laptops set up, and nobody says anything about it. Like, what do they do when they have to go to the bathroom? Do they be like, are they like... Hey, hey Jay, turn around. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't even do that. I'd be like, I'm going to pee right now. You want to pee between my legs? <laughs> Let's double P. Let's do yeah, it together. Yeah, yeah Jay's really fun. tall. He can do. He can probably. Yeah, that's easy. <laughs> mm-hmm. What if they have to poop? That makes it even more challenging. You get closer as friends. <laughs> yep. You sit on my lap and we'll poop together. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll start a new uh, fetish video with that too. So ghost hunting fetish. Two guys, one toilet. <laughs> with ghosts pooping back and ghosts forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. We're having so much more fun than these guys had during the recording of that yeah. episode. Uh, this is where it also starts to get really uncomfortable because Vince is so drunk that he like can't handle himself. Mm-hmm. And his uh, his significant other is getting more and more upset and probably a little insecure about the uh, the presence of the numerous other women who are all also like clearly 
all over him. Clearly angling mm-hmm. for it. So like they go off on their own to do an investigation of the ninth floor, and Zach tells them that their destination is room 900. Vince gets no, really fixated. No, oh. th- Zach tells them, see, this exact thing happens. Shit, fuck. Because Zach, <laughs> Zach tells them they're going to room 900. Vince gets fixated on room 908 in that way that when you're drunk, sometimes you get really fixated on something even though oh, it's wrong. I know. Yeah. And and Rain is trying, Rain is the name of the woman who's attending to him, and she's trying to like Guide shepherd him, him yeah. but he's resisting it completely. And he will just, he will not, she, Zach has to go and be their like tour guide to like shepherd them into the correct place and actually start do, we see this clip in the preview of Zach running towards the camera and you think, Ooh boy, this is going to be cool. It's some ghost shit. No, it's just Zach going to collect Vince. Who's becoming too sloppy to continue. (laughs) And then we get to the part where he like is obviously having heart issues. He's complaining. So he's in the room that he just couldn't leave. And right. Yes. 908, 908. And, uh, wait. Yeah, he was focused on 908. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Well, so, it's it's weird because they also spend some time in 909. Like, they go over, like, Zach seems to indicate that 908 and 909 both have stuff going on in them. Mm-hmm. And so they spend some time, I think, I think what happens is they spend some time in 909 and then they move to 908 and that's when Vince's arm starts acting up. Yeah, so he's complaining about how his left arm is feeling tingly and numb. And then he complains about feeling nauseous. And, and, Zach, and, his, and his numb in his hands as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. And. And Zach admits that these are symptoms of a heart attack, but instead of going, oh, let's call the doctor. We should get him to a hospital. He's like, oh, it's the ghost that died in the room of a heart attack. <laughs> it's the ghost of and that heart attack we learned about. channeling these symptoms. It's just mind-boggling how fucking dumb Zach Baggins is. And Vince does puke in the closet, right? Like, that did really happen, puking. right? I didn't hear any, like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean, where you... I hear all the chunks falling. The chunks. Yeah. We didn't hear any chunks, but I definitely heard Vince going, oh, <laughs> like that. I mean, he is drunk, so he could be trying he to, like. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I know when I puke in rallies, sometimes I try and squeeze my torso, and sometimes I make loud noises, and there's nothing that comes out. So maybe he's just. He's just there. Yeah. He's just there in that, in that mode. How much. Did it hurt for Zach to see someone who is surely one of his heroes brought low in such a way? I don't you know. Thought... Have you seen the earlier Motley Crew? Because I don't think that's going to change anything. Okay, sure. <laughs> okay. Sure, I don't know. I actually am a Motley Crew uh, yeah, Luddite. You know, I don't really I don't, know anything. I don't think it would have changed any of his perspective of this. Okay. okay. If you're a normal human being, of course it would. But but not Zach. Zach, Zach has no Zach. shame. Zach has no yeah. scruples. He'll still idolize Vince Neil for the rest of his life. Zach almost looked like an angel in comparison. To Zach Vince seemed like he had his shit together like in he this was episode. The, he by was comparison. the mother in this episode that was like rounding everybody up. And well, when you're dealing with a bunch of drunk fucking people, <laughs> <laughs> you kind of have to be the adult. Vin, how much of this episode do you think Vince paid for? Do you I've, think Do you think Ghost Adventures got like got the bartender, or do you think that was Vince? Hmm. That's a question. That's an interesting question. I just thought of. Maybe it's not that maybe, interesting. Maybe it was part of the contract to get Vince Neil and Miss Nevada there to mm, have mm. free alcohol. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like Vince Neil wouldn't have came unless we got a nice oh paycheck. And and Miss Nevada by by the way, she got scratches on her back. Oh yeah, from the ghosts apparently. That's the only other piece in a of place evidence. that could very easily just have been where you scratched yourself. Oh, they didn't even look like scratches. They looked like someone Rubs. rubbed it. Yeah, like rubbing your back. Yeah. After you feel like you've been scratched? Yeah, or just if you have an itch or something. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, 
That's, it was a really bad episode. And, and Ashley, you asked us at the end of it if they all end so dissatisfyingly. And yes, they do. Man, that was... It just really drops God, you off. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty bad. So, uh, Ashley... <laughs> what was your favorite part? Yeah, we, at the end of every episode, we always talk about what our favorite part of the episode was. So what was your favorite part of the episode? Oh, man. Um, it's in between Vince Neil puking... Uh, <laughs> and the severed heads on the ground that were so poorly, poorly put together that you could just tell that they were shoved in plastic bags with some some fake blood or some cornstarch with food dye in it. It just, mm-hmm. I don't know. Those parts were pretty sad. Mm-hmm. How about you, darling? Anything? I think uh, when Vince was having clear symptoms of a heart attack <laughs> <laughs> and Zach thought it was the ghost who had a heart attack giving him symptoms of a heart attack so that it wasn't actually a real heart attack. Um, for me, it was <laughs> one of the ladies that joined that joined them. Um, mm-hmm. she, was this, uh, she had black hair. She was very enthusiastic, and I enjoyed her spirit. <laughs> she was, like, always trying to be like, oh, yeah, me too. Like, hi. Like, she was waving to the camera. She was just very enthusiastic. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Cool. That was my favorite part of the episode. So, we hey, we, a... all, we got this cool feature called Tweet Watch that we do in every episode where we pull up Zach Bagans' Twitter. And I just want to show you a video that Zach okay. reposted real quick. Okay, do you have the volume up? No, it doesn't matter, though. Okay. I'm just going to show you guys and I'll, you know... <laughs> I mean, that's something that I would... That looks like fun. Yeah, I would now, do that. Now, the reason Zach reposted it, though, is because he thought of a... Oh, shit. It's because he thought of a really funny joke to go along with it. You know, normally when I press back, it's normally some weird porn that pops up. So I guess that's like best possible case scenario. Christmas sausage is what Zach had to add to this video. Oh, okay. Christmas sausage. Somebody making a Christmas sausage by jumping through a tree wrapper. Oh, yeah. Um. Oh, my. This also. Ashley. Also, her name was Ashley. So we have have an Ashley in our group. This isn't the same Ashley. Um, But Ashley shared with us an update from uh, the Haunted Museum, where Zach is taking a picture with a patron. Zach owns a haunted objects museum, Ashley. Oh boy! In Las Vegas, and there is Zach Bagans in the year of our Lord 2018. That is what he looks With this like. This really stupid bowler hat. That's him. Mm-hmm. That's Zach Bagans. He wears right there. glasses now because demons made him cross. The ghost fucked his eyes up what? so bad that he had to get glasses. The ghosts gave him. Um, You're sure uh, lazy he's just eye. not getting old or something like that? Yeah, that's exactly. I mean, that is what it is. But that. But we're trying to report on the Zach Bagans facts. You know what mm. he tells. Which us he about. reports in his document, his new documentary, Demon House. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, and hey, if you've seen Demon House, there's also an Insanely Haunted episode to go with that. So you could take a look at that if you right. want. But we're, one one more thing about that picture. It's yeah. with the the main dude from Hunger Games. I don't oh know Oh, my God. Um, the guy that played PETA? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know exactly. What's his and name? he really looks out of it like he's having a really bad hangover. He also has kind of let himself go since the, that whole fame bug. Really? Died but he does not truth. look enthusiastic about getting this picture oh, yeah. with Zach Beggins. He's no, doing a little... He looks like a normie. I didn't even recognize yeah. him at first. Ooh, wow. Buddy. Wow. Is that a double chin? Or is that just uh, a that's horrible just, mech beard? I don't know, man. Yeah. Look oh, at hey, that. look at that clown in back. I feel like that could be. That's the beginning of a double. That's the I used to be famous and now I don't care anymore look. Or I probably made enough money off of the hunger. I don't games. care anymore. Yeah, yeah. I'm sad. Guys, I just fucking, I just, I don't have to pay. I, I can pay my rent for the rest of my life. It's cool. Get out of here. Yeah. Don't videotape mm-hmm. me. I just had an idea. Oh, God. What are you going to do? I, th- I would really like to see Macaulay Culkin on Ghost Adventures. Oh, I would love to see Macaulay Culkin on Ghost Adventures. Macaulay Culkin, I, I know you got a podcast. Mac, oh my God, we should a, reach out. You're making a, a comeback. Yeah, please. If you, Mac, reach out. We're insanely haunted podcast at gmail.com, Mac. I want you, please, to We've go heard... on Ghost Adventures as a mole. And, and then come and tell us all the shit that went down. Like, tell us exactly what Zach is like off camera. 
That's what I'm dying for. And maybe if you could like creep him out in some way. I don't know what you got up your sleeves, but just if you could think of something that would just throw this man's throw this man off. You know, put a wrench in his words. Play the gay card. You know, just put the moves on him. I don't know. Scare him. Scare him. I want to see him terrified. You guys are a lot less morbid. The first things I was thinking about is like, why don't you set some booby traps up at your place and just smash an iron into his face? Do a really good... Oh, it's a ghost. Good old-fashioned good old fashioned booby trap, Home Alone, ghost hunters. Like, the, hey, let's go to the, the fucking set of Home Alone. I bet it's haunted now because all those people died break, in the filming of that movie. Break into his museum of haunted objects and rig them. And t- set it up like a death trap, yes. With booby, booby traps. Booby traps. And have him get killed in his own museum by his own oh, device. There's a gag in here about booby traps and Vince Neil. We're just joking. <laughs> We're not actually advocating for Zach Bangan's swimming killing. <laughs> <laughs> this is not incitement. It's a podcast. We're all just having fun. But Mac, seriously, hit me up. And please come to PodCon and we can chill. Please, God. If I see Macaulay Culkin at PodCon, I will have I'm pizza with you. Lid. I will have pizza with you, and Mac. I would I'll sing pay songs it, about pizza with you. Anyway, um, now that we're done prostrating ourselves before former child actor Macaulay Culkin, <laughs> uh, I'd like to say thank you to listening for thank you for listening to Insanely Haunted. It's, it warms my heart that you come to the show every week. I just have to say, Macaulay Culkin, when I was a little child, I had the biggest crush on you. And when I saw you <laughs> in New York City Ballads and Nutcracker, I was so jealous that that girl got to dance with you. And not me. Uh, so if you'd like to, uh, if you, it's great that you listen every week. Uh, but if you want to take it an extra step, tell your friends about Insanely Haunted. And I used and all to be a ballet dancer, so if you want to dance with me. <laughs> uh, thanks to... Thanks to our good friend Leandra for the use of the logo that she made for us. Thanks, thanks for, for the, the hand. hand. We're so in sync, you and me. We can just do that. And thanks to Argo Fox for the music. Um, you, I do another show called Zenkai Boost with my friends. It's at ZenkaiBoost.com, Z-E-N-K-A-I Boost. Um, there's some friends of the show that you should definitely check out, like the Ouija Broads. Mm-hmm. Devin joined us a couple of weeks ago from that. Check out the Ouija Broads. Really cool show about all the weird stuff in the Pacific Northwest. We'll see you soon, Devin. See you soon, Dev. We're going to PodCon. It's like three weeks away, which is insane to me. Check out Historical Hotties. Check out Historical Hotties, another friend of the show. Uh, check out... Whitney and Lin- Lindsay Nelson. Check out Talking with Dinosaurs by our good friend Steven. Check out uh, Look How Sane and Linear We Are Being by my good friend Max's sister Elizabeth. It's all great. Uh, so many shows out there. And just a reminder, we don't advertise, so any word of mouth stuff you can do for us is great. But otherwise... Ashley, will you come back? I would love to. Yes. Ashley's going to come back <laughs> sometime. Um, and uh, we hope you'll join us for that one as well. And signing off, like always, my name is Max. I'm Cassie. And I'm Ashley. And you just heard... A, a Class A, a EVP. EVP. Yeah. Yes. I actually did it. <laughs> <laughs>